recorded live from Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles in West Bend, Wisconsin. You're listening to Under the Cowl. Welcome to an outstanding episode of Under the Cow. I'm David Gloyd, your host and co-owner of Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles, a comic book store in West Bend, Wisconsin, and the location wherein we record this podcast. Now, we had a decent-sized group uh, for this podcast. Um, it was myself, uh, Kurt who is my uh, business partner, co-owner, along with me of the store. Tony, or Anthony, as he's affectionately known as in uh, the store, who is a uh, a regular, irregular customer. (laughs) Uh, We consider him sort of uh, an unofficial employee, uh, more of a volunteer because we don't actually pay him. Uh, but he does do a lot to help us out at the store. Uh, so he joins us quite often. Uh, and we also had Rodney in the store. And we were joined for a little while by Mike, who's another one of our regulars. This episode had a lot of movie talk. It started off with movie talk. Most of the episode goes movie talk. Um, spinning off of the movie talk, we do talk a little bit about... Uh, Tony's in-depth study um, in trying to determine uh, the specifics of the Silver Surfer's anatomy. So, um, so you've got that to look forward to. Uh, we discuss uh, Endgame with spoilers. Um, the official spoiler ban has been lifted for quite some time at this point. Uh, the podcast is a few weeks behind what's actually recorded. So that gave everybody a little bit of extra time. I tend to be late going to see movies. Even with Endgame, I saw it it's one of the quickest uh, times that I've gotten uh, to, to see a new movie after it was released. But we discuss my... Uh, my experience getting to, to finally go see it. And uh, we do throw some spoilers in there as we figure enough time has passed. Although, at the time that we discussed this, Mike hadn't seen it. So we did tone down the talk and avoid spoilers while he was in the store. Um, I guess that's uh, an important thing to understand is while this podcast is going on during business hours, uh, we do have an explicit rating because... Uh, talk gets a little crazy. Uh, some people have potty mouths. Anytime customers that we don't know come into the store, we definitely clean it up. Um, kids are around. You know, it's a family-friendly environment. So, despite what you hear on this podcast, most of the time we're um, we're 
much much cleaner. Um, you know, we uh, we take care of our customers. We don't want to offend any of our customers. So we d we definitely stay on our best behavior while customers are in the store. The customers who participate in this podcast are oh, the the exception. They know what we're doing with the podcast. They know what's going on. They understand it. Uh, they actually. <laughs> They are actually kind of responsible for the explicit rating. Initially, I didn't intend to, to have that, but our very first episode, we were kind of discussing that, and it quickly devolved into the podcast that it's become since then. But enough of all that. Let's uh, let's jump into things and uh, we uh, get in kind of into the middle of a conversation. Uh, Tony and Rodney talking movies already in progress. Are we now recording? Now we can talk about it. <laughs> yep. And everybody. Everybody gets called. Which is where do you start? Like halfway I, don't know, I, I don't really, I don't really, you know, no offense, give a shit about an Eternal movie. I mean, I would like to see the Collector and the Grandmaster together. I think that'd be kind of cool, but. I think the idea with the Eternals is just like the Guardians thing of just. Even like Ant Man is just like you know, you, but you cast the right people and you. Yeah, like a background or a history, but I, meh. I've heard they they might do Eternals as the next Captain Marvel movie. Okay. So it'd be Captain Marvel and the Eternals. Oh. Seeing they're going with a lot of these ands. Ands. Ant Man and the Wasp. Scooby Doo in the case of the missing. Betty and Veronica. Betty and Veronica. And Red Sonia and Vampirella. Weird. You just jumped to three other comic book Jay companies. Jay and in Silent Bob. Um, you went DC, Archie, sure. Dynamite. <laughs> Dynamite! Yeah, I was just probably not going to have to worry about any of that in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Fantastic Four, I mean, I... I guess I really fell in love with them with Ultimate Fantastic Four. And I wrote that. I mean, that was perfect. Oh, yeah. I love that as well. Um, 60-some issues or so. Yeah. It was really... I dug it. It was awesome. Yeah, that came out right when I got back into comics. It was perfect timing when number one came out. And... I like the movies. The old, you know, the ones with Michael Chiklis is the thing. I mean, they're corny, but the yeah. video games that came out the movies were pretty cool, too. That's the one you went with? Not Evans. Well, Evans was pretty funny too. <laughs> I'm glad you say it because I I like those movies too. They're fun. Yeah. But I knew right then and there, like as as good as I thought Marvel was doing at the time, my hopes are dashed with that Silver Surfer movie and Galactus. I was like, Mother. I was like, we're gonna see the Watcher. I'm stoked about that. You know? Nope. And did you know that the Ultimate was... Nullifier? Nope. Did you know that there was a world where James Gunn was writing a Silver Surfer movie to branch off from that movie and then it just fell apart? No, I didn't know. So yeah, he that was would have I mean, been it was like this world it wasn't like another multiverse. <laughs> so it was like because that was what two thousand seven eight I think that movie. I think it was maybe right before Iron Man when that one came out. Oh, but, earlier than that, I think I was still in the Air Force for both. So I think. Silver Surfer was 
2003 maybe? Dare I say it, right? So I want to put the first FF as 2004. Oh, I don't know. Look, is there a date stamped on his ass <laughs> over there or something? <laughs> That's the galaxy's I'd go look, but then someone pull their phone out, and then we'd have a compromising photo. Which is funny, because... Like, what's in Surfer's ass? And... I already do have a photo myself with my reflection in his ass that I took. It was like one of the first pictures I took when I nice. saw the edit. Well, you, you weren't here Saturday when this lady came in with how many girls? <laughs> and they're they're staring at his reflection. <laughs> you know, reflections in his, his his ass there, and then one of the girls walked up and like grabbed it. And, <laughs> wow! Yeah, yeah. My surfer surfer got getting manhandled, uh, uh, manhandled by <laughs> by some preteens. <laughs> These, yeah, it's not America's ass, but that's the cosmic ass right there. <laughs> He's got the cosmic Johnson just right around the corner. Does he? <laughs> <laughs> that's the debate. So Freddie Prince Jr. and comedian Josh, Josh Wolf have a podcast, Prince and the Wolf, and Freddie Prince is a big uh, Silver Surfer fan, and and uh, Josh Wolf is on the on the side that uh, Silver Surfer doesn't have any junk when he became the Silver Surfer, and then Freddie's just defending him because he loves the Surfer, and since I'm doing my ultimate read slash reread because I haven't read all the Surfers prior. But uh, I said I'm like, well, I'm gonna do do the full service here and uh, and uh, report back with any evidence that he's got a working penis. So and far, I, you you've got to explain this because when you're the doing penis. the full service to find <laughs> out if he's got a penis, I am going <laughs> sure to fully what, what you're service. What you talking about here? Fully service the the surfer in this uh, scenario. Service the surfer. But so far, you know, I, I started in 68 to, well, I did do his origin, but I just read his solo self-titled issues. So, uh, so let's say from 68 and right now I'm in 1989 and there hasn't been any significant, you know, evidence of saying, yep, here he is with his penis. So maybe he did in some of the FF tie-in issues. I'm not reading those in this read. They're, but, they're uh, waiting for Silver Surfer damned. Instead of blacked out, it's going to be shiny as shit and you're going to see every little detail. Which is funny because the next Surfer thing is called Silver Surfer Black. Yeah. So yeah. Prestige format. We're going to see the cosmic like. rod. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the so they refer to it as the Cosmic Johnson, and I often tweet about it, and we retweet each other and stuff. And then when I met Freddie, I was wearing a surfer shirt, and I'm like, yeah, and uh, represent the Cosmic Johnson. And nice. Security. Security! Like, no, I'm the guy <laughs> on Twitter that you retweet about the Cosmic. He's the one that doubles down on it. So. <laughs> Which, doubles down on it. Hello? Hey, hey, what's up? Hello, John. Hey. How's it going? Going pretty good, yeah. Good. It's winter jacket time, so it's getting kind of old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I shouldn't complain, though. I was just in Vegas, and it was nice. So. Uh, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Vegas. Vegas! But I missed the one nice day I guess we had here. Yeah, yeah, it didn't last too long. <laughs> you see Endgame? Not yet. Okay, okay. And we know. So we're on. We've been in the middle of talking about oh, it, so now okay. we can All right. shift Spoiler hiatus right now. <laughs> okay. I'll probably forget. I mean, uh, 
That way, yeah, we I don't know. think you'd forget. We already, yeah. we had already weird. switched topics, but just uh, to play it safe. Sometimes say the cards are declined, but then like you lose. Yeah, game. I mean, as as a whole, how was it? Well, I'm seeing it for my seventh time tomorrow, <laughs> but that's huh? just me because I do that out. a lot. But uh, next week I'll get uh, a lot of. I'll get the big packages next. The week. best way I described it in the non-spoiler reaction was like, like it felt like such a good representation of like opening up a Marvel comic every week of just, of just you know, because it leaned into all the craziness. And, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a line in there that. Uh, um, I think it's my favorite line in the movie that kind of defines how I love how all of this is accepted is that a character goes, well, I get an email from a raccoon now, so, <laughs> you know, what, nothing's crazy or something there, nothing's too crazy, I think. Nice. So, like, I, I hear that line, and I'm just like, that kind of fully defines the movie. Kind of just, yeah, it kind of sums it up. You know, the characters realize that things have gotten crazy, and <laughs> the world is bigger than they think it is, and, but yeah, it's, uh... It's pretty long, isn't it? Well, that's the other thing, too, is that uh, every person I've talked to, when I've asked, like, all right, did it feel long to you? And uh, we're not talking about the last topic, is if anybody's <laughs> starting to smirk. Um, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, I haven't had anybody that said, said, like, man, that was hard to sit for three hours. Uh, how about you, Rodney? Because I've heard from others. Any issue with the time? No, I mean, it was... I mean, usually they move. I mean, it's, you know, it's not like you're... Ugh. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of character development. And it's not one of the Pacing. biggest action films. Pacing compared to what came before, absolutely. Yeah. Like, yes, there's big action sequences, but it's not a action-heavy film. No. It definitely really... It completely, to use this word, services, again... Completely services the original six Avengers. So while there's a lot of other characters and elements going on, it really concentrates on. I would have liked to stretched out. <laughs> you know what I'm trying yeah. Stretch out the servicing? No. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know. Sure. Towards the. Yeah, I totally wrecked my I'd say with everybody. I mean, that. Yeah, absolutely. Give me like an uh, extra 15 minutes of that. I agree. I would have been, sa- been sassified. And that might be, you know, who knows when it comes to deleted scenes of if they had a bunch. I, I never heard what a what their longest oh. running cut was. I've only heard about them just being like, we have a three hour cut that we're trying to trim down, but we basically can't. Just let it rip. Yeah, I mean, it... like you earn that three hour runtime by doing those twenty two movies over eleven years. It's a nice ball. You don't earn a three-hour runtime being like a second or third movie out of the gate and just... Well, clearly there couldn't have been too many people that were like, I'm not seeing it because it's three hours. Yeah. You know. Two billion by the end of the first weeks. By the end of the second weekend. Has it blown away Avatar yet? Because I sure hope so. I don't understand. No offense to anybody here. I, why the <laughs> fuck that movie's so popular and everybody loves it? It was just dumb. And why they want to keep going with it? It just... No. The concept's good, but the blue aliens. Good. We were just talking about Avatar earlier under the same topic, but uh, you know it's creeping up on it. I mean, it definitely had a big. It didn't care in what like eight of them or something or not. Because it wasn't eight. They but filmed it was... two, three, and four back to back to back. 
Hmm. And those have release dates now. I heard Cameron didn't want any of them. The studio wanted Cameron to do them. After the first one, you're saying? Yeah, because from what I heard, I probably from Eric, like Cameron originally did Avatar <sighs> to get the technology down and to raise the money to do Battle. Yeah, Angel, to do Alita. Which he, he then didn't do. But then after Avatar did so well, he was like, oh crap, I guess I'm going to have to make more of these. Because <laughs> he had the Alita rights for since the 90s. And that's what upset Eric, because then that stopped everything else, because of that animated thing, anime, movie, show, not even miniseries. I don't know what you call it. Because I think that didn't get any more because of Jim buying it up and then sitting on it, but then sitting on it to do it right. Rather than making a Super Mario Brothers movie, which we also talked about. Earlier. What's that? I said it's all new. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, you know, I never saw that movie. I mean, I think I saw clips of it, but I don't know if like an animated one would be the way to go with Mario. that. Oh yeah, like I guess, especially uh, with the Pixar level type movies now, like doing it. I mean, it's do it all over. Yeah, type of thing, but that's definitely the route they want to do. They would go with it. Probably be best. Like I said, that movie we talked about earlier. I was in third grade when Super Mario Brothers came out. The movie that was the best time for me to enjoy that movie. Yes. Like if I was in my twenties and that movie came out, and been like, "Well, this is garbage." (laughs) But I'm, uh, you know, playing Super Mario Brothers three, and now I get a live action movie where, okay, you know, not too much stuff is recognizable, but. Hey, Yoshi's in there, so they tried, you know, they put a dinosaur in there for a little bit. Um, so Yoshi's in the movie. But I, I always say that that was the best live-action Super Mario Brothers movie that could happen in 1993. But it, it's weird. It's goofy. I, 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 I love it like I love Howard the Duck in the same sense of, like, you know, they're just corny movies I watched when I was a kid. And that's not I thought that about the creative license. That's what I was always scared about, like going back to Fantastic Four and going into some of the You know, or the recent Fantastic Four movie. Like, stop. You know, like, people think they got to change things just because they feel people need to be included or they don't bitch that. See, a big thing with the the Fan Four Stick movie. Um, that's how the logo was. Yeah, because if if they hadn't made that one, then the rights would have been gone completely. Yeah, and that's what like with the they were they were Tobey Maguire was fitted for Spider Man, and they were weeks away from doing Spider Man Four, and I think they all just realized that like I'm guessing because Raimi was coming back, he wanted to kind of do one more to kind of you know. Kind of have a plus, yeah, and on a high note is what I was looking for. And uh, even though obviously Spider-Man three made tons of money because I don't want to see it, but I think they had a rush of being like, okay, we have to make a Spider-Man movie, otherwise we're losing this. Like whatever the year contract is, then it just automatically at no charge goes back to Disney if they didn't make a Spider-Man four. And they were weeks from it. Toby got fitted, and I, I'm guessing they just didn't actually have a full script. That they were just kind of like, "All right, let's do this," and then everything just fell apart. And that's when they just said, "Okay, this ain't happening with Sam Raimi, so we're 
you know, recasting, rebooting, and that's what the Andrew Garfield stuff did. Right. I'll probably stop it. And that, too, I think, with the fan All four right. stick as well, is that they got yes. to that point being like, we don't make yeah, another, do like, we can't make a Fantastic Four stuff. 3, so we have to make a new Fantastic Four, and then All right. it just... Yeah. All fell apart. Alrighty. But they made it Good. to in order to hold on to Yeah, I remember reading reports too, like I'm a red flag, like, you know, there's fights behind scenes and what the guy's trying to do and they're like, stop. Yeah, so I felt about Star Wars too. Hamill comes out and said this is out of character. Somebody up the chain should have fucking put their foot down and said, Look, no, just let it let it go. And it's just like breaks my heart, man. I'm not even gonna get it started with the Green Hornet movie that's still a Chaps my ass unbelievably. What that turns into. <laughs> but I'm sure there's a lot of good movies that you really enjoyed. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were some that were just amazing. I didn't mind Affleck as Daredevil. It wasn't the best thing, but it was enjoyable. The director's cut was better. The director's yeah. cut of Fantastic Four was way better, which people will never see unless they just won't buy it. You know, yeah. thing. Iron Man with the ACDC soundtrack, of course. Yeah, I look forward to them, especially with them playing Silver Surfer now, too. uh, Since they've got the whole cosmic world kind of, and now with James Gunn back into the fold, that makes me wonder if he's going to. So when they when they got rid of James Gunn, I'm thinking like. Okay, the surfer thing's not going to happen because pre the firing, he had said that you know Guardians Three was his last of the Guardians movies, and he was probably going to stick with Marvel, but overlook the cosmic side of the Marvel movies and still yeah, do yeah. you know mm-hmm. solo movies rather than doing team movies for sure. So then I'm thinking like, oh, he's maybe going to get his ten year dream come true and do the surfer movie that he was going to do back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. And then they fired him. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, that's probably not happening. And then Adam McKay, who's like the director and writer that works with Will Ferrell for all the movies. Yeah. He's a big comic fan, and he put Galactus in his like indie movie that he just did like the end of last year. I hadn't seen it, and I think it's just like a little like 10-second reference to Galactus or something. But he has had meetings with Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige saying... I want to do a surfer movie. And Feige had said, he was on record as saying, I am now open to talk about, you know, people wanting to make movies with those characters. So I'm like, all right, here's a dude that really likes Galactus. So, you know, it seems like a good fit. And then they bring James Gunn back and I'm like, ah, oh, like, thank you. Because they're both writers and directors. So, but. What was the whole gun thing? He was like, he said something like 10 years ago and it was, yeah, uh, a series of tweets and stuff on social media. Um, Edgy jokes. Long, long while back, um, he, pro- he had apologized for this prior to it coming out and being a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, you know, clearly Disney and everybody knew about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But certain people uh, through social media made a big deal of it. And I think Marvel kind of. Jump the gun. I'm like, oh, we better fly around. <laughs> Jump, Jump the gun, G-U-N. Yes. Not G-U-N-N. Yes. We better make a statement and then... Well, that yeah. rather... Because I remember because it happened on like Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday is when they announced it. 
and it might have been a whole different thing if they just let the weekend go of like you know mm-hmm. all right the weekend we're not on business we're not clocked in we're just you know let it sit for a while and that's eventually what they did they let enough time pass to just be like because once they brought him back there wasn't any there's sure there's some people yeah still I, I haven't upset, seen much but, of anything but it never became a, back. yeah that thing like, again yeah so fucking what? I mean, look at comedians and some of the stuff that they did. Where were we without Sam Kinison? Oh my God! George got Eddie Murphy George is the Carlin. voice of Donkey and Shrek. <laughs> How can we let this guy do it's I do a kids movie? You know. And I, I said to people too, I'm like, okay, they were jokes. They didn't have to be funny. I read them, and I'm like, yeah, they weren't funny, but yeah. big deal. They're still <laughs> yeah. written as what they were. And then he had said like what he. You know, he was using that to, like, you know, to draw attention to himself, to try to, like, I think, like, just to gain, you know, social media, because it was early on in Twitter and stuff, and him to gain, like, a social media following, and that could lead him to, you know, he had only made, like, independent movies at that time, Mm -hmm. and only wrote for big movies that he didn't get direct. did Dawn of the Dead, he did the Scooby-Doo movies, he wrote all those. But, uh, you know, it was him just trying to... Yeah. Put his name out there and Oh look at Alan Moore's old stuff. Do you ever read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I haven't, but I just know that nudity and homophobic shit in there too. I mean it's like okay. I mean big But yeah, at the end of the day enough, you know, once ten months had passed or so, then they're just like, Oh yeah, by the way, James Gotti's come back doing Guardians Three and a couple people are just like, What? And then the next day Nothing. nobody I haven't heard a single thing. He just posts on Instagram, just some pictures. He's been off Twitter, and he just went back to posting pictures of his cat and his coffee and his girlfriends. <laughs> or like you talked that about, was... you know, there was the big thing about Captain Marvel where everybody's boycott Captain Marvel, and you see how that went. You yeah, know? one yeah. billion so dollars so later in fifty days. So they probably won. Well, I guess we could probably hire James Gunn back. And... Yeah, if these people are going to be upset if we kept them on, well. It's yeah. like fake outrage. Like I, I'll get away and I'll say that locker room talk, but as soon as somebody else I don't like says it, oh, then it's a problem and we can't do that. Yeah. Fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's Select, the problem selective. with the world today, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, good to see you again. Hopefully you see Endgame. I'm going to let you get back to Endgame. <laughs> so when that uh, person at the end of the movie... <laughs> But yeah, anyways, I think we were done talking in-game, but it's always good to make sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm down for, like, a surfer movie. I'm down to see Adam Warlock. Well, because we're getting him in Guardians 3. Yeah, I'm absolutely down for that. So, because everyone was thinking, like, okay, they set him up in Guardians 2 post-credits. We have Infinity War coming up and Gauntlet and all that stuff. So everyone assumed that he's showing up in 3 and 4. James Gunn, who said he's never lied to the fans, and he goes... He's showing up in Guardians 3, and that's, he's not in Avengers. And everyone's like, well, he's just saying that. And he's like, no. He's like, I don't like... He's like, why? what would I gain from lying? He's like, I don't want you to think that he's showing up in those movies, and he doesn't, because we just showed him. So he will be in the third one. So that's a whole other branch of... Maybe, you know, again, so like, let's say, what, like, Phase 4 now? Because that would be... Right? Right, because uh, Spider-Man Far From Home closes out Phase 3. Yeah, yeah. And maybe we get that cosmic shit rolling here now with the Eternals and everything else, and maybe that kind of starts bridging to... 
I think I'd be okay with that, depending on what came out. Like, Black Panther 2, I don't really care about. Sorry. You know? Doctor Strange 2, absolutely. I, wanted, I mean, that person, I love it. It was mind-blowing. The soundtrack, I thought, was pretty dope. How about this? Since we are in Avengers Endgame spoiler territory, as we are recording, um, you're talking about the future movies and sequels yeah. and this and that. Black Widow movie that's going to start production very soon. I, I liked it when it was called Atomic Blonde and when it was called Red Sparrow and now when we, it was called La Femme Nikita. <laughs> we don't have any details on the Black Widow movie yet, and obviously because of... At this point, we're going to assume it's a prequel yeah. type thing. And I'm guessing if I, if I... Yeah, was, yeah <laughs> that's what me and Kurt were talking about uh, the other day. We were like, yeah, maybe this will be... Uh, they'll actually show us what happened... So then we see Clint again, who also has his Disney Plus show with a Kate Bishop Hawkeye that's happening and over there. As Sean Connery says, you're depressed. <laughs> um, uh, she made the line in Winter Soldier about how she's had a run-in with the Winter Soldier because she has the scar on her tummy and she's like, you know, bye-bye bikini season. And Cap has that hilarious line. He's like, oh yeah, I bet you're real tough to look at now or something. He has it very out of Cap, you know, it was out of Cap's humor to make that kind of joke, being like, oh yeah, I bet you're just disgusting now, or something like that. Something along that line, because she has a scar on her stomach. But she's had a run-in with the Winter Soldier, so using a prequel movie would be a great way to have an awesome fight scene, kind of that period piece. And then, yeah, I don't see it being a straight-up origin, but just branching off of what we've seen in Age of Ultron, when Joss did the you know the red room training flash scenes, yeah, I could see them layering that in, kind of like Deadpool, mm-hmm. where they just layer some of the origin stuff as the story's going on, rather than being like day one Natasha was born, <laughs> okay, now she's a seven year old girl and blah blah blah, like, but yeah, Budapest, Winter Soldier, Red Room, or when Steve went to go return the stone brings her back, and then we have that movie. Because that was the one thing that a lot of people would question writers, being like, I want to see that when Steve Rogers returns the stone back to the Red Skull and, like, puts the stone back in. <laughs> like, how does that work? That would be cool. Speaking of, I mean, I was going to say, that's a, that's a nice Carmen San Diego shirt you got there, but it's uh, that's, that's not... <laughs> and I purposely waited on wearing a Peggy Carter shirt, but yeah, uh, but you didn't want to wear it too early yeah. in case it, you know, somebody thought you were spoiling. That's one hundred percent it. So because I knew because I wear I like to wear some theme shirts when like Swamp Things. So May thirty first when Swamp Thing drops, mm-hmm. I'm going to be wearing some Swamp Thing stuff here in the store. So now hindsight, I thought it was interesting because uh, from the premiere, you see a crowd of fans and stuff out there, and they're taking pictures with them. And there was somebody dressed as Peggy Peggy. Carter. Yeah. And the hindsight is like, did they know? You know, is this somebody uh, who who had like an inside connection and knew ahead of time? And that's why I purposely didn't wear that because I didn't want, because I know Kurt would have probably just been like, because he knows. What are you you doing, man? Yeah, just like, so I purposely, and once he saw it, I'm like, okay, but I'm like, I'll still wait for David. And I'm like, once David sees it, then spoiler ban is lifted. I can wear a t-shirt. 
that incidentally from years they ago. lifted the spoiler ban yeah. coinciding with you know me, me seeing it like i was easily able to avoid spoilers uh as soon as i saw it like that same day which i think that officially it was lifted um it was monday, monday but uh people were already putting the stuff out there sunday because that same day because i saw it on a sunday finally and um so that same day i jumped on and i was looking scrolling through facebook looking for something and there was spoilers left and right and i'm like wow i saw that just in time because then the russos made statements being like okay well we have lifted a spoiler ban that doesn't mean just post spoilers everywhere it just means you know you can openly tweet about it not have to you know worry about it that but they issued a statement just saying, okay, let's just, you know, just don't yeah, like, get okay, too crazy. David's seen it now. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and talk about it. We were just waiting on the Gloids and ding, ding, ding. But, I mean, when a movie within at the end of its, you know, second weekend makes $2 billion, at that point, you know, a lot of people have seen it. Yes, there are things to hold people back and whether it's family obligations... Well, hospital like yeah and that one there were a few things overseas in there. war but like, we t- we typically wait a little bit to see a movie because um we as a family like to go see the movie so we all want to sit together and everything and when you're seeing a movie it's opening weekend it's really difficult for five people to sit together unless you're going unless you've uh you know pre-purchased the the tickets at a theater that does seating like that because I don't think West Bend even does that. You can purchase them online, but I don't don't yeah, think not you seat have selection seat at West selection. Bend. Nominee Falls got to be the closest one, right? Or Mequon would be a horse of teeth, wouldn't it? Yeah, there's yeah, just five minutes difference. Yeah, yeah. you know, but with with time schedules Stop and stuff it. like that, the best way for us to see a movie is to just wait a little bit, you know, and go locally. Um, and even then, you know, we saw it and we had to rush in, and there were time for other things that needed to be done and stuff like that. So we really just kind of worked it in there when we didn't really have time to, to see it. But um normally yeah we will wait, you know, a couple weeks. Now even with the wait, uh and we went at a time that we thought there wouldn't be a lot of people and there weren't a lot of people at the theater, but we pulled in and we saw the earliest showing on a Sunday and we're like, okay, well that should be good. We'll get there plenty of time, you know, so we weren't like late we got there uh earlier than we normally would get to it we get to the theater not very many cars in there at all and i made the comment to tammy i'm like yeah but they're all here to see endgame <laughs> sure enough okay we walk in That's there's true. there's no line we're like okay this isn't bad this is gonna be this is gonna be great so we get the tickets or use the bathroom one last time walk into the theater there's no place to sit there's two seats here there's three seats over there there's two seats there weren't more than three seats together except for the first row which i refuse to sit in because i do not want to like i want to see the movie the whole movie all at once you know i i cannot sit in in there and it ended up being um because west bend is showing it in three different theaters it just so happened and you know, we don't know which times they're showing in which theater. Just so happens the one that we picked was kind of their side, small, crappy 
theater that yeah, should be res- that should that should be reserved for only movies that are on their way out the door. Yeah, yeah. There's you know, so uh, so yeah, we still didn't get to sit together. I sat with David, and then uh, Tammy sat with Ethan and Katie, and uh, which we were all just pissed off about. Forget about it, you know, being upset about it quickly once the movie starts, but Ooh, the, the whole time I'm just sitting there going, oh, this sucks. You know, we planned, we waited, we, you know, all this just so that we could sit together and uh, and watch the movie. And David already saw it because he went. Oh, he to, did. He went, uh, you know, I'm trying to think which day he went. The so he didn't see it the Saturday, Saturday. when it opened. No, he, he Unless went. Unless he went that night. Okay, no, he went the, he went the night before we went to see it. That's okay. that's what it was. It was uh, Saturday night. He went to see it. And, uh, no, actually, I take that back. It was Friday night. He went to see it. He went late, and he he offered to take Ethan and Katie along. But we're like, we realized the time's like, no, you guys aren't going to get out of there until after midnight. That's too late to be, you know, having, you know, kids that young out without parents and uh or adults you know david is not yet an adult uh despite what he thinks <laughs> i'm not either um i'm not either but let's keep that quiet yeah. oh. um so we're like no they, they can't go so he went with his friend alex and uh he comes home and he goes to talk and we're like shut up <laughs> <laughs> Shut the like, I don't care what you've got to say, just Thanos demands your silence. Don't say a word. Didn't didn't let him talk about anything. Uh, but part of the thing too with our argument about why he shouldn't go that night is because I, I was still hearing that people were having problems getting in if they hadn't pre-purchased tickets. Um and he's trying to go with, you know, a group of four on a Friday night, yeah. you know. And we're like, nah, you're not going to be able to get into there. So he, of course, had to rub it in. He he uh, he texted me and he's like, yeah, there's hardly anybody here. Though, of course. But then he did admit um, the next day he admitted to me. He's like, yeah. But right after I sent that text, Filthy. the the theater flooded. You know, you know, just people came in. It's just that they got there early enough that, that there was hardly anybody there. I made the mistake of sitting front row, almost front row, one time. Son of a bitch. So we were living in Colorado at the time, 1985. And we went to see He-Man's Secret of the Sword that introduced She-Ra, this animated movie. Okay. They had cosplayers there dressed as He-Man and She-Ra. They were handing out a free comic book. Probably like a about as thick as a free comic book they won, maybe like eight pages. They autographed it. My brother, who was five years older, we go into the show... There's two seats. It's like, oh, I bet they'll sit there and watch the movie. We should sit right behind them. <laughs> Didn't happen. It was like this the entire time watching this cartoon. I was so pissed. <laughs> I'd never let him forget it. There. Remember that time we sat in the theater by those two people? Oh, it's pretty funny that that's why you sat closest. That was my brother's idea. I'm like, I didn't know any better. I'm like, sure. That's, you know, you're older. That's yeah. sound logic. Why not? <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Look at cartoon though. Yeah. I don't remember it that well. I saw it on TV at home. We had a small little TV that was like, that's where I'd watch He-Man because uh, 
my dad absolutely could not stand that cartoon. I don't think he ever watched an episode of it, but he couldn't stand it. You know, he knew that it was always He-Man against Skeletor and whatever, and just hated that concept and everything. Yeah, we but, but my dad also hated sports to the point where you were not allowed. We couldn't watch sports in the house. That's why I, that a huge reason why I'm not a sports fan at this point in my life is because I never watched it as a kid. I just never got into it because yeah. I don't know if my dad always got picked last for the team or what it was, but he absolutely hated sports. Now, I, I don't care for sports. I'm not a fan. I don't hate it, though, and I don't understand having such a deep passion of hatred for sports and not just like baseball or not just football but just sports in general and uh so sports did not play at my house except wrestling except wrestling wrestling you know (laughs) which is uh funny you bring that up uh so snapchat has a filter that kind of looks like a hulk hogan mustache and uh there's a video to it but i want to bring it a little closer for the audio um so i had some fun with the Snapchat filter by doing this. Let me tell you something, AJ. This is Hulk Hogan, and I'm putting out a challenge for the WWF title to Andre the Giant at WrestleMania 750, brother. I'm going to have his body up in the rafters and slap the giant down on the mat. One, two, three, to become the champion. And all my little Hulkamaniacs are going to have my back jack. So what you're going to do when Hulkamania runs wild on? You, brother. <laughs> nice. So yeah, when I see a, a Hogan-esque mustache pop up on a Snapchat filter, I'm like, well, I'm using this. But that goes. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I'm going to ramble on. All right. Let's see what's up. Check out the box game, speaking of sports. Sports? Get ready for that. I have to excuse the drink. Drink some beef. Drink some fried food. Drink some... <laughs> I'm sure there's some people that drink fried food, put it in a blender, and yeah, there you deep go. fry a shoe. You know, there was an episode of Gilmore Girls. <laughs> yeah, you throw a beer in the See blender with some hot wings and a couple of mott sticks. <laughs> oh, boy. Well. Pretty soon we're going to be counting episodes that you don't mention. <laughs> What's great is that that one was pretty natural. Like, I didn't have to, you know, it came up naturally. So, deep fried shoe in a blender. Um, speaking of food, uh, yeah, so pizza, <laughs> and I guess I'm gonna run for it. Uh, probably. yeah, I mean, I could lock up for a little bit and, and run, but if you don't I can mind, keep people, I can keep people entertained. That being the case, though, I gotta borrow money out of here because <laughs> I otherwise only have the card, which is fine. And I was, now I got an email, or remind me, from Pizza Hut. They always seem to email me at, um, Did Did you get a thing where it's like, you know, click on it to find your deal? Yeah. Or whatever? So that's what I have right here. And what, what'd you get? So I was waiting to have this conversation until I clicked on it. So I'm going to reveal your deal. Here we go. Loading. Loading. Here we go. Thirty-five uh, percent off. Well, yours is better, so there you go. I only got twenty-five. <laughs> All right. So I, w- I was 
wondering if those deals actually work or they just give if it was just if it's just always gets. 25 because i think 25 is like the lowest deal on there it's like 25 35 45 50 i'm like yeah everybody i'm sure just gets or was there one less than i think there was a 10 percent on there. maybe there's a 10 percent i'm like yeah maybe it's just 25 across the board but yeah apparently those things actually do work and you can get a different one <clears throat> although i wonder if I would uh, click on my email and open that up again, if I would go through the whole process, would I would get, get 25 it. again? Or does it change? Do you have to keep that up on your phone now so that you get 25? Well, that's why I'm... Or, or ordering it on there right away? That's what I'm doing and ordering or, right now in case it's 35 so that you don't uh, you know, go in there and all of a sudden get, you a, get a 10? Son of a... Now, I'm not sure what all the discounts are going to come down to. So the ones we get from Pizza Hut on that $5 deal thing, those are medium ones. Okay. So, I mean. Just the two of us? I think that's fine. So let me just. Did someone uh, take advantage of eating uh, the ones I left in there? Did you see that in the fridge? I took advantage of that. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I, I got home and because I was thinking like, oh, I'm going to have that reheated and have it for lunch the next day. And then I forgot I didn't take it with me and I wasn't going to come back for it. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think so. So I'm uh, glad I ate the someone... leftover pepperoni first and then it was still sitting there and I'm like, well, he's not coming back for it. So, so I'm glad it was used, not that it came to Saturday or Monday and just like, oh, and then you just tossed it. Yeah, anybody wants a pizza? <laughs> so I'm glad that it was used because it, yeah, it, also it was Thursday and I was just like, shit. <laughs> but I'm glad it got used rather than being forgotten about again. So. By the way, uh, Saturday, I th I think that there might be some cake here for uh, later on at D&D, &D, which we don't participate in D&D, &D, but, but we're we always hearing it to camp. participate in their uh, treats. Someone's got a birthday or something? Yes. Yeah, my daughter does. Oh, yeah. So, right. so yeah, I don't know what time I'm actually going to come in, but, uh, but yeah, we're going to... Have have cake and stuff. Yeah, I could talk about other things, but then I'd have to make sure I edited it all just in case uh, certain people listen to this. Um, you know, actually, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm not that far behind with, with posting these, so this would go up pretty quick. Except, and I gotta decide because if I'm putting them up as regular episodes or specials or whatever. But we recorded uh, the D&D group's Winnie the Pooh game. Okay, yeah. And so I've got that. i got to see where the best places to divide them up are. So I don't know if it's going to be two long episodes or if it's going to be like three shorter ones. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to put those up as episodes of Under the Cowl. Uh, so I don't know if those will go up before this or, or after this. Those I actually have to sit through and listen and try to find some good uh, spots to divide them up. Okay, so this really shows how awesome that everyday pizza deals with when you buy two items, each thing is five bucks. Because you can't use those deals in with other deals, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So when I just did it naturally, it comes to $17.00. For two medium pizzas with that saves almost nine dollars for the two mediums with a dollar extra added for the uh, pan 
for the whatever it's called fan crust fan size okay um so it's seven dollars cheaper to not use their daily their their surprise discount to just get those just on their regular to get it on that tier of buying two five dollar items so (laughs) so which means i'm gonna back out of that obviously and i i've noticed that with certain pizza deals too where sometimes it's cheaper to take one deal versus another i'm wondering maybe if we get down to it if they breadsticks might be a you know a discounted thing or something so so yeah let me go back to it then the five dollar if they'll let you use that deal on a separate item walk back in walk out walk back in be like oh well right now yeah Right now, it's telling me to. I have to remove that. That uh, I can't add other items unless I remove the thing that says thirty-five percent off. Oh, okay. So I think when it comes down to it, I wouldn't be able to. No. Anyways, and that's fine, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it is interesting that you know you could pay seven dollars more for the same thing by using a thirty-five percent off. Yeah, different places do their deals differently. I know we had oh, these coupons uh, for uh, Burger King once, and we walked into Burger King. This is when the rest of my family ate meat. Um, although they'll still go to Burger King now for, like, onion rings or something like that. Uh, but we walked in, and we had a couple different coupons. I think we had, like, two coupons. We were going to do two different do- deals. And they're like, oh, you can't use these together. We're like, well, not a problem, because like I can use one and pay for part of it, and then Tammy could do the other one. And they're like, no, you, you can't do that. What? You have to like get we're a divorce two, we're in two, front we're of them. We're two separate to... paying customers. You know, I was going to pay separate. She was going to pay separate. But yeah, they uh, they would not l- let us do that one. Which uh, that I. I don't get because we easily could have done if they didn't know that we'd walked in together. Yeah. And even that, it shouldn't have mattered because they, for all they know, we're just friends. I yeah. got a kid. She's got a couple of kids. We're, we're just, just hanging we're out. meeting here. We're paying separately. Even if you were cousins, because I'm thinking with like the last name, if you get like, right, even if they if, asked for ID with our coupons, even if it was two cousins taking the, the nieces or the cousins and blah, 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 this and that. They and still would have been like... And actually, I think we wouldn't have even had, if they asked for ID, I don't think that we would have even had the same address because I took forever to redo mine. And I had uh, I had our old address on my license until like September, this past September. And we've been like, we don't even live together. <laughs> well, once I hit it here, it's, it's always as soon as possible. So I'm, All right, well, once I hit it, I'm going to have to go. You gotta hit it, and then I gotta quit it. Right. Here. It says twelve sixty seven is what. Oh, that's right. Um, hold on here. I change it because I was just I have it always set up with my card, but I can uh, change it to uh, pay in store. Or unless you want to pay with the card, and I'll just give you the. I'll pay in store because that'll probably just be. I can just give you the change that way. Okay. Because so. I was gonna say I think we got enough uh, singles and stuff. If you wanted to just pay with your card, whatever's easier. All right, I'll do the card then. Okay. And it's... Uh, hold on here. 1263, I think you said. 
1267, sir. Oh, 67. Trying to get that extra discount like you tried getting at Burger King. Well, you know what? They said I could have it my way, and my way <laughs> was yeah. discounted. Yeah. Lying bastards. Hopefully somebody from Burger King will listen to this and give me some kind of great deal that I'll just make up for it. Even though my backyard wrestling name in high school was Burger King, I can't help you in this. So that was one of my characters. You were the Burger King. I was. Alright, order a cent. There's your money. And there's a nickel your money. That, there's a nickel that we were dealing with earlier. Okay, so yeah, I'm just I've been your host, David Lloyd. Under the Cowl is recorded live at Crimson Cowl Comics and Collectibles at 1749 Barton Avenue, West Bend, Wisconsin. You can join us live each week or listen on Automatic and iTunes. Like us on Facebook at Crimson Cowl Comics or on Twitter at The Crimson Cowl. Johnson.